to another edition of Ribs and Body Slams. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Gmo, recording from the beautiful suburbs of Chicago, Illinois, and the very wintry mix. Oh, man, we got the S stuff, which is snow. Oh, man, a couple days ago, we were in the early 70s. Man, I felt like a shorts kind of weather. A couple days later now, here it is the weekend. It's cold. It's 30 degrees. Now we're getting Chicago Chicago weather, which is snow. Ugh. But anyway, enough of me blabbering. Hey, how's it going? Doing good? Staying safe? Staying healthy? By the way, this podcast will talk about all things pro wrestling and rock and roll. If you love both, this podcast for you. If you love one or the other, that's totally fine. But lots to talk about. And if you haven't catch up in the news in the world, pro wrestling and rock and roll, very simple. Riffs and Body Slams on Twitter, Twitch. YouTube, hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, or send me an email, riffs and body slams at gmail.com. Also have a second YouTube page, which is which is riffs and body slam plus. Has some older episodes up there as well. By the way, if you're a new subscriber, a new listener, feel free to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode each and every week. If you're a daily listener, thank you. Again, as always, feel free to send me your first name and where you're from, no matter where you're at across the world free of charge i'd like to highlight you if you're a daily listener all right a lot to talk about on this show lots to talk about in the world pro wrestling and oh yeah there's a lot a lot to talk about in the world rock and metal new festivals really good ones one of them is actually sold out we'll talk about that and so much more but before we get to the rock portion let's mix it up for this episode Let's talk about pro wrestling, shall we? Let's kick off the show with the body slam portion of the show. Welcome to the body slam portion of the show where I talk about all things pro wrestling. Yeah, let's talk about it. Catch you up on speed and news. Let's talk a little bit of WWE. Well, this coming up Monday... I'm going to Nate Raw, which I believe is, is on, hold on, hold on, November 14th, so November 14th, the next Monday Night Raw, Matt Riddle and Elias will team up against Otis, Chad Gable and Otis, any tag team match going down for that. Also going on in the world of WWE, three matches are set for the next week's WWE SmackDown, part of the World Cup tournament. Kind of give you the matches going down for the tournament here. So it'll be the SmackDown World Cup first round match, Sami Zayn versus Butch. And then there'll be another first round match, Ricochet versus Mustafa Ali. So that's going to be a great match as well. Also, there's other superstars already uh, advanced in the tournament so far. They're moving on to round number two on this world cup tournament uh some of the men's gonna be moving on is santos escobar who defeated shinsuke nakamura he will advance to the semifinals. Braun Strowman defeated jinder mahal to also advance in the tournament as well also wwe seen a return this past friday night on smackdown the Raiders returned with the returning of sarah Logan. How about that? Sarah Logan was released from the WWE on April 15th of 2020. So uh, that June, she was announced that she was temporarily stepping away from pro wrestling. Logan returned to the ring in 2022 for the Women's Royal Rumble match, but that was the last time she was seen. So now she is back with the Viking Raiders. Speaking of women, SmackDown Women's title match added to WWE's Survivor Series games. Uh, so right now, it's been announced that SmackDown Women's Champion match has been announced for Survivor Series War Games. Uh, let's see, we're looking through here. Shotzi won the number one contenders match on SmackDown Friday, defeated on Liv Morgan. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez, Shotzi, Sonya Deville, Exia Lee, and uh, in a six way match to become the number one contender. Uh, pinning Exia Lee, she will now face Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Champion. Also taking place on Survivor Series, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and two others versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, Eosky, Nikki Cross, and one other person. And as I mentioned, Ronda Rousey will defend her title against Shotzi. So two women's matches already announced for WWE Survivor Series War Games. Also coming up for this Monday night on Raw, Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor will be 
for the U.S. title match. United States title match will go down on the line between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. By the way, if you watch this past Monday on Monday Night Raw, yeah, Austin Theory cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase. That was the big story on the WWE. Uh, cashed in, in, fell short, and uh, uh, Seth Rollins defeated defeated Austin Theory to retain the U.S. title. And uh, yeah, Austin Theory failed. A failed attempt on cashing his briefcase. And that poor son of a gun. Man, he has having a rough past couple of weeks or months uh, ever since Triple H took over. What did he do wrong? He's a great kid. Young. Good looking. But yikes. Man. Losing the briefcase. Hey, if you're a Undertaker fan, WWE is bringing the Undertaker's one dead man show to the San Antonio for Royal Rumble weekend. Uh, the one man show will take place on Friday, 27th, 2023, in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, tickets on, go on sale Tuesday, November 15th at 10 a.m. Central Time. So, uh, if you want to check out Undertaker's uh, little one man show, maybe tell stories, break out comedy, who knows, man, pull a rabbit out of hat. Also, Cameron, Gr Cameron Grimes is called up to the WWE main roster. Uh, the former NXT North American champion will meet, either will soon make his Raw or SmackDown debut. Top of that, WWE announces 15 recruits for Fall 2022 uh, rookie class. So a lot of them are football players, if I see. Tight ends, some linemen, um, professional volleyball player, shot putt. Not sure what that is. Track and field, tumbling, acrobat athlete, and their mixture from women and men. Athletical background, so a little sports background. So nobody off the indie scene. So these WWE is doing some homegrown training here for these young men and women. How about that? How about this milestone? 25 years of revealing the Matru Hall screwdriver. Man, it's been 25 years. And I remember that day vividly. Very well. I still got Beyond the Mat, the documentary series that came out right around that time. I still have it on D and not DVD, VHS. I still got it on VHS uh, where Brett was backstage and the camera crew was following him after the screw job and told the cameraman, put the camera down. I'm going to give Vince, Vince McMahon, a knuckle sandwich. And obviously, due to legal reasons, they couldn't show Brett socking Vince. And uh, they show the aftermath where Vince walked out the locker room with his hands on his head like, holy shit. But yeah, man, 25 years of Bret Hart. And uh, since we're on the topic of Bret Hart, yeah, Road Dog. Yeah, he definitely left the a nice little comment his past week on his podcast. I uh, seen some things about his feelings about Bret Hart. Here it is. <laughs> yes, and, and the Rec Tech Grill, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> Uh, um, let's see. Public Enemies podcast said, if you know someone who genuinely thinks Road Dog was more entertaining than Bret Hart, I have news for you. You don't need him in your life. Well, well first of all, I'm not yeah, in their life. man. Need him around. Entertainment-wise, you did say that. You did no, say, I, I, I did, sports I did. entertainer, you're better, period. I just think as, as an entertainer, if you ask me to go out there and entertain a crowd, I would have different ways to do that other than grappling and wrestling. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I meant by that. And I stand by that right now. And if you disagree with that, then cool, we can have a, have a conversation about that. I don't think it's an argument worth having because nobody wins or loses, but it's just my opinion. And it's, I'm sorry that my opinion has caused me to trend on Twitter, but the one thing I can say... So very interesting from, uh, uh, from uh, Rope Dog, his little personal opinions about Bret Hart. My personal opinion, he's a hell of a wrestler. Uh, guy, guy's a legend. The GOAT, hands out my personal opinion, one of my one of my least top 20, top 10, top 20 pro wrestler in my list. I love Bret Hart. The Hitman is great. So good news for WWE's Pac McAfee and his wife are expecting their first child as the couple announced the news this past Wednesday. So congrats to them also talk about ratings wwe raw this past monday uh has still had his lowest number season raw was coming off a major pay-per-view which was the crown jewels 
Uh, Raw was well below what it has been doing this season against football. So Raw averaged 1.59 million viewers this past Monday with a .43 rating and an 18 to 49 demo and a .31 and an 18 to 34. That night has seen the Baltimore Ravens versus the New Orleans Saints on the NFL game that did 9.36 million viewers. So there you go. Half <laughs> majority of them, not sure if they're wrestling fans are watching it but uh yeah nfl dominating monday night raw from monday night of course and hey our truth undergoing surgery for a torn quad after his uh wwe nxt injury and uh since we're on the topic of our truth yeah you remember the 24 7 champion our truth that was his baby 24 7 uh what he said uh pacific coast uh 911 yeah it was very hilarious at the point where the 24-7 champion was a little goofy, it was, it was funny with R-Truth. And I don't know, I just gone down, downhill, it just got silly. Uh, everyone was winning that title, backstage personnel, a policeman, the referee won the title, a celebrity won the title, NASCAR driver. It just got goofy. Well, Triple H put the end on the 24-7 champion as Nikki Cross. Yeah, she won the 24-7 title. And she threw it in the trash. Yeah, she threw it away. And according to the WWE website, WWE.com, fans has posted, uh, they put the title into retirement. So how about that? All right. Also, WWE has revealed the date and location for Raw, the 30th anniversary episode, which will be held in Philadelphia on January 2023 uh the date's gonna be on for that date the 23rd so yes so uh january 23rd 2023 the 30th anniversary of monday night raw and the logo is pretty cool i've seen people uh trashing it it's the classic attitude era monday night raw with three x's so uh, very interesting all right let's move on to aew news so jun akiyama is to make his aew debut uh next Friday and Rampage. So checking out Akiyama, who is this fine wrestler. Well, apparently the 53-year-old has worked in both New Japan and, and All Japan Pro Wrestling, with his primary home being DDT this past few years. So fans that know DDT is doing a working relationship with W, so nice to have a, a, another Japanese star wrestling in AEW. Also, Bandito is officially assigned with AEW, despite the rumors of him not signing within the company uh wwe has uh offered a contract and he was unsure on which side he was leaning to but uh now aew has uh, announced officially that bandito has signed for all elite wrestling also in aew this coming wednesday the aew world trios championship the death triangle will face top flight and ar fox for the trios champion so there's that going on also, the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament match was also supposed to take place on Friday's AEW Rampage, but it's been postponed to next week. According to the company's Twitter account, uh, Ricky Starks was set to face Lance Archer, but the backstage attack that, uh, that aired on this past Wednesday Dynamite uh, rendered Starks unable to compete. So that being said, Ethan Page advanced into the tournament by defeating Eddie Kingston. Uh, top of that, Bandito versus Roosh, what took place this past Friday. I will give you the results in a shortly. Along with the Brian Cage versus Dante Martin was part of this tournament as well. So let me pull up the results here for this past Friday on Rampage and who will advance. So obviously, Brian Cage defeated Dante Martin and will advance in the tournament as well. And then for the Bandito versus Roosh, Bandito defeated Roosh to advance in the first round of the Eliminator tournament for the AEW World champions so uh we got some men moving in the tournament for that as well hey news for cm punk cm punk made his first public appearance since all out so cm punk apparently made his first appearance uh doing mma color commenter duties for cage fury fighting championship so i didn't mention about the altercation or aew but uh, he made his first public appearance for the mma cage fury fury fighting 
championships. Uh, good to see Punk on national television. Uh, hey, let's talk about ratings for AEW this past Wednesday. So I'm pulling that up. So AEW ran, uh, not Rampage, Dynamite, uh, averaged 930,000 viewers. Yikes. A little down. Uh, apparently, according to the Wrestling Observer, it's up to one. 2.1% uh, from last week. It's the third lowest audience total viewership since July 20th. Oof, man, the numbers are dipping now. Uh, in the 18 to 49 demo, Dynamite finished sixth on the cable charts with a 0.32 rating. Uh, that's up 10.3% from last week as the show went against the World Series. Uh, this week's main sports competition was NBA game on ESPN, which averaged 1.23 million viewers. And uh, what else is going on? Uh, obviously, the, the election results, but even though that was on a Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, man, Dynamite's going slowly going under a million. Not looking good. Well, Chris Jericho is working on a pain maker graphic novel. Hopefully, planning on making a movie out of it. So, kind of interesting to see how that's going to work out. Also, let's talk about Full Gear going down on November 19th on a Saturday. Uh, obviously, the Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Yeah, they're teasing a return. But what could they actually do? Are they going to make a comeback and go after the trio's champion that got taken away from them? Or will they announce they're stepping the roles away from EVPs? Who knows? But they're teasing the Elite will arrive at Full Gear on November 19th. Also, AEW has announced... Well, eventually they will announce next week on Dynamite on TBS that AEW to make the United Kingdom debut in 2023. So hopefully we'll get more details this coming Wednesday on Dynamite. On top of that, they are, they will announce also uh, two major markets, I believe in California or somewhere in the West Coast. But yes, they're going to make a, uh, a, a date Announcement for next coming up Wednesday on Dynamite. MJF, AEW star MJF, joins the cast of the Iron Claw, uh, the Von Erick movie. So that's pretty cool. Uh, obviously, Zac Efron is playing the lead role star in the movie. So hopefully it should be coming out. Hopefully by 2023. Speaking of AEW, the Young Bucks filed a trademark of the Wayward Sons. Not sure what that's going to be hitting to. But we have to wait and see what's going on with that. Also, Nick Jackson tosses the t-shirts at the all first post all-out appearance. Apparently, they were at, or say Nick Jackson was at the LA Clippers game. The NBA game this past Sunday he threw out some t-shirts, so that's his first public appearance. All right, let's see what's going on across other pro wrestling world news here. So WWE NXT ratings hold against election coverage this past Tuesday night as they averaged 664,000 viewers on the UAC network, down only 0.9% from last week. It's the lowest viewership total of the show since October 4th. So how about that? Also on Pro Wrestling News, Jeff Cobb is off New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, Tamashi event due to personal reasons. Top of that, FTR is set for Wrestle Kingdom 17. So they will defend the IWGP Tag Champions at the New Japan Pro Wrestling's big show. Also, New Japan announced teams for the world in Super Tag Leagues, which is going down on Wednesday, December uh, 14th. So I, I was reading the press here. It will run concurrently beginning on Monday, November 21st and conclude in the finals on Wednesday, December 4th. So that's the correction right there. And here are the teams as announced for World Tag Leagues are the following. Uh, Bebop Tag Team. Hiroshi Tanahashi and Toriyanu. Uh, Bishamon was Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Los Incarables de Japón, Tetsuya Naito and Sanada. United Empire, Great Okana, Eri Hanari. Aussie Open, Mark Davis, Kyle Fletcher. TMDK, which is uh, Mickey Nichols and Shane Hayes. Suzuki Gana, Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer. Bullet Club represents a Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens and Horse of Torture. Evo and Yijo Tanahashi. So nice little uh, World Tag Leaps, which is a great tournament. And then there's the Super Junior Tag Leagues are following with the Wild Hips of uh, Taguchi and Clark Connors. Kushida and Kevin Knight, the Flying Tiger of Tiger Mass and Robbie Eagles. That's a hell of a team right there. 
Chaos with Yo and Leo Rush. Uh, Alexander L. Lindemann. Los Encrables de Japón, which is Ibushi and Titan. Catch 2 and 2, which is TJP and Francisco Akira. Suzuki Gun, which is Kanemaru and Doki. Bullet Club, which is Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and House of Torture, Show and Togo. So uh, the winners of each tournament will chance the champions of the respective division. Yudum and Russell Kingdom on January 4th. So congrats to... Uh, Oh, all the that congrats. Good luck to all the teams who are in the, the World Tag Leagues and the Super Junior Tag Leagues. So, so if you're a fan of tag team wrestling and uh, you're a New Japan fan, your chance, check out both tournaments. All right, Shota Amina, Amino returns to New Japan Pro Wrestling, challenged the U.S. title at the Historic X Over. And now uh, let's talk about the Historic X Over. New Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom Historic X Over be revealed and will take place on November 20th. So that's coming right around the corner. The day after full gear will include the IWGP United States Champion title match between champion Will Ospreay and challenger Shota Umino. Umino officially returned to uh, from excursion from New Japan Battle Alden this past Saturday morning against Osprey. The show will officially be headlined by the final tournament and be crowned by the first ever IWGP Women's Champion with Kari versus Mayo Mayua. Atomami. So it's going to be a very special night, uh, not just for New Japan in general, but they're going to crown the first ever IWGP Women's Champion. So how about that? The show will kick off, announce the Chaos versus House of Torture in an eight-man tag match featuring uh, Leo Rush, who's returning from an injury, making his debut for New Japan for Japan. So that's going after that. Also, it's a massive card here. IWGP World's, World's first ever Women's Champion, as I mentioned, uh, Kerry versus Atomami. Uh, the IWGP US Champion, as I mentioned, Osprey versus Shota Amino. The Great Buddha, Toro Yanu, and Okada versus Great Okan, Aaron Hanari, and Jeff Cobb. And the Jeff, uh, not Jeff Cobb, the Great Muda's final New Japan Pro Wrestling match. So again, if you're a fan of the Great Muda and New Japan, this is your last chance to see the Great Muda wrestle under the New Japan Pro Wrestling banner. So check it out. You know, my happy ass will. All right, Shingo Tagachi, Tetsuya Naito. Hiromo Takahashi, Sonata, and Bushi will face the Aussie Open, TJP, Aikida, and Gideon Gray. So that's going to be an action-packed match. Hiroshi Tanahashi and uh, Hatashita versus Hiroki Goto and Makita. Uh, Natsupi, Nam Takano, and Kanemaru, and Taichi versus El Desperado, Doki, Starlight Kid, and uh, Mamo Watabe. Tom Lawler and Surya versus Sack Jaber Jr. and Gulia. Queen Quest, which is Lady C, AZM, and Saya Katamani versus Donna Del Mundo. All right, Team Chaos will face the House of Torture, as I mentioned. And then the kickoff will be Stardom Rambo. So I'm not sure what that is. Probably a Royal Rumble. And then uh, a kickoff match between uh, Lube. Fujita and Iowa and Nakashima versus Clark Connors, Alex Coughlin, Kevin Knight, and Gabriel Kidd. Surprisingly, the young ones. So uh, there's your uh, nice little rundown on New Japan Pro Wrestling Historic X over with stardom. So uh, if you're a fan of New Japan, go out and check out a very special show. By the way, you can watch on New Japan World, only $9.99 a month. Very cheap. And plus, you can watch all the older shows on Demand. Also, another wrestling news at Impact Wrestling, Joe Hendry wins the digital media title as Mickey James versus Tyler, Tyler Wire, Wild. Can't speak. Tyler Wild for the Impact Overdrive. Going down for that as well. Lady Frost granted her release from Impact Wrestling. I know she's been pushing and trying to get out of there. And I, well, she got improved for it. Bully Ray. Yeah, he's returning back to Impact Wrestling. He will face a Zicky Dice. There's going down for that. Also in the world, Pro Wrestling NWA. Yeah, they're going through some little issues between him and Nick Aldis. Uh, Nick Aldis reportedly did a video or a tweet on social media stating he put his, uh, uh, his uh, we call it his release, paperwork release to, to leave the NWA. Apparently, Billy Corgan of the NWA has announced in a statement that uh, he suspend, they're suspending Nick. Nick Aldis uh, from their upcoming pay-per-views in the near future. Uh, due to that statement, that comment, 
he posts on the social media. Uh, they're we're really confused on the whole situation about Nick Aldis wanting to leave the NWA. Apparently, Nick Aldis made a comment after that. Uh, apparently, he said uh, much of the NWA product doesn't pass the Harley Race test. Uh, apparently, he did an interview uh, with the Sam Roberts show, which I believe on YouTube or podcast. Um, yeah, he pretty much st stated that it was certainly wasn't intended to be the burial of the NWA or anything like that, but... He also said he wasn't trying to bury himself as well. So uh, he apparently, and I quote, what it has become now is not what I envisioned to be. It certainly isn't what I was laying the ground for to be, unquote. So uh, the NWA that he envisioned that he really wanted from is not the way he wanted to be. Try not to be a little confusing here. Uh, according to NWA, they believe this is like a some sort of angle. It worked, not a shoot. And uh, but some some reason they suspended him from this comment. So uh, a little, little confusion uh, and a mix up between the NWA and Nick Aldis, and hopefully they can resolve it. See what will happen in the near future between both parties. All right, so that concludes the news. Let's give you the results. So WWE presents Crown Jewels. So this past episode, which was uh. 56 not mistaken let me go back and check which i believe number 56 the previous episode i reviewed i reviewed i kind of previewed previewed wwe's crown jewel so i'll take the back episode 57 so if you want to go back to the archives my podcast i did a little uh preview on wwe's crown jewel are there any matches that were correct on my predictions or were there some that were actually wrong well i'll give you a quick rundown on wwe's crown jewels brock lesnar defeated bobby lashley yeah i got that right damage control i got this one wrong i believe i wanted alexa and oscar on the retain but yeah damage control they got the titles back. And they're the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. How about that? Judgment Day. He had defeated. They defeated the OC. I got that one wrong. Braun Strowman defeated Omas. Can't remember which one I picked for that. But uh, Braun, yeah, defeated Omas. The Usos defeated the Brawling Brutes. By the way, they had a massive milestone this past Friday as they're the longest SmackDown. Not SmackDown. The longest tag team champions in WWE history. So congrats to the Usos, which I got that one right as the winners on Crown Jewels. Bianca Belair defeated Bailey, which I believe Bianca was my pick. And then uh, the last one, the main event. That one I lost, but Roman Reigns defeated Logan Paul, and I wanted Logan Paul to win. He was very impressive, very impressive for being a celebrity. His brother Jake Paul was on his corner supporting his brother. But yeah, Roman yeah, walked away, still as a champion. So the bloodline is going strong. Series so are crowned and jewels. Uh, results. All right, so we're going to kind of end the show. Talk about MJF. Nice little clip. It was a great promo from this past Wednesday on Dynamite. He enjoyed it. Uh, I posted a poll on my Twitter. Not related to MJF, but related to the show. You guys enjoyed AEW Dynamite. This past Wednesday, you guys responded. You guys uh, made your voices heard. Well... I got the results from the poll. 25% of you guys says AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday was not great. I'm sorry, great. 25% was great. Uh, 75. Wow. 75% of you guys said it's not great on Dynamite this past Wednesday. So if you want to participate, Rips and Body Slams on Twitter. Yeah, 75% of you guys didn't enjoy. But the MJF was one of the uh, key promos of the night. There were, I mean, again, that guy is always impressive. No matter what, each and every Wednesday. Fans tuned in just because of him, because that's the truth. Hell, even I want to see MJF. But I'll play the promo for you guys right now. Uh, doctors inform me that if I wanted to be 110% come full gear, I definitely shouldn't be traveling on the road. And to be frank, the only thing I'm worried about is that match at full gear against John Moxley. See, this is the most important match in my entire career. But what I don't think wrestling fans understand is this is also possibly the most important match in the history of our sport. Allow me to explain why. This could be the potential crowning of the next face of the next generation of professional wrestling. You see, every once in a while, every once in a blue moon, really, we see people that lead the charge of a generation bring professional wrestling to new heights. Guys like Bruno Sammartino, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, guys like Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, The Rock, John Cena, all of these men were generational talents. And that is exactly who MJF is. So here's what's going to happen. All I have to do to etch my name into history 
is to have a long, fruitful world title reign. And the only person that's getting in my way is John Moxley. Now, I'm not going to sit here, big cat. I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to pretend that John Moxley is an easy competitor to beat. See, I don't like you, John. I think you're a low-life scumbag piece of shit. I think you're from the slums of Cincinnati. And I think you have absolutely no class, but I do respect you. Because, John, you weren't born to be a world champion. Matter of fact, you were born with two left feet and not one single athletic bone in your body. However, I respect you because you had to work your ass off to become the man that you are today. Blood, sweat, tears, sacrifices. You had to defy all the odds doing 15-hour drives to wrestle in front of 15 people for $15. And you did it over and over and over again, honing your craft until eventually... You did the damn near impossible, John Moxley. You became the best professional wrestler on God's green earth. But know this. Come November 19th, you're about to lose that handle because I was born to not just be a professional wrestler, but to be the professional wrestler. I'm the guy who can come on the number one sports podcast in the world, pardon my take. I'm the guy who can do movies, TV shows, commercials, talk shows, and I can wave the flag of the AEW brand in hell. I can wave the flag of professional wrestling and bring pro wrestling back to where it belongs as something that everyone is talking about. Every single wrestling fan, promoter, analyst, and pundit is fully aware that that throne is for the taking, and I'm the one who's going to take it. I'm so sick of waiting my turn. Ever since I entered AEW, I've had to get the spotlight stolen from me in my big moments. My first ever... Singles pay-per-view match, the spotlight was on a neck tattoo. My first ever world title shot, which was against you, John Moxley, when you cheated, the spotlight was on Matt Hardy taking a fall like Humpty Dumpty. The first ever blood and guts match, I am standing atop of the cage with a crimson mask. I prevailed. That should have been my crowning moment. Instead, the spotlight was on Chris Jericho. Speaking of Chris Jericho, he stole the spotlight from me from a full calendar year. And then, on my big return, the spotlight was on a press conference. Well, know this, John. On November 19th at Full Gear in the Tri-State area, Newark, New Jersey, in the Prudential Center. I am not waiting for the spotlight anymore. I am grabbing it. And you are going to have to take it out of my cold, dead hands. John, your boy William Regal bet on the wrong horse. I don't need a dynamite diamond ring to knock your lights out. Because come Full Gear, the devil gets his due. That's a hell of a promo for MJF. Phenomenal. Guys, a golden, golden. So, uh, yeah. All right. That concludes the body slam portion of the show. All right. Let's move on to the riffs portion of the show where I talk about all things rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. Yeah. Portion of the show where I talk about all things rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. Law. All right, let's talk about new music Friday, my personal favorite. So, uh, by the time this podcast will be out, November 11th, new music Friday is released. Let's talk about November 18th. Let's move on foot here. By the way, you can follow me on the square.com 2022 hard rock metal albums release calendar. Start from top in alphabetical order. The first band on the list called 616. Uh, the record called Into Dust. The band Arc of Life has Don't Look Down. The legendary rock band Autograph has Beyond. The band Evandrel has Prodigal. The band Arian has Universal Migrator Pet. One, two, re-release. Candle Mask. Great band. Got a brand spanking new album called Sweet Evil Sun. Also for November 18th, new music releases. Chicago's very own Disturbed. Got a brand spanking new album called Divisive. Can't wait to hear that. The band Enemy Eyes has History Hands. Guapa has My Raid. Jaded Heart has Heart Attack. Kill Ritual has Kill Star Black Mark Dead Hand. Pierced Heart. Say that album twice. I'm going to have a hard time saying it. All right. My personal favorite band, Kiss. They got a re-release of Creature of the Night. It's got some bonus songs in the record. Can't wait to hear it. The band Necrophobic has uh, the third Antichrist re-release. Oh, this band right here. Oh, I know you guys can't wait for this one. Nickelback. Yeah. Oh, man. I can hear you guys. Woohoo! 
Uh, I got a new album called Get Rolling. I'm going to keep on rolling on this list here. Nightwish has Human 2 Nature Tour Edition. Rising Steel has Beyond the Gates of Hell. Ronnie Atkins has Sympathetic EP. I'm looking forward to this one. Saint Sonia Supergroup here. Extrovert EP. The Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, they got a new album called Atom. A-T-U-M Act 1. Soen has Atlantis DVD CD. Steppin' Doom has... Steppin' Doom? Steppin' Doom. Say it right, buddy. EP. Uh, EP, their self-titled album. All right, the band Tala has the generation of danger. Threshold has dividing lines. Ah, here's a good one. Udo. Yeah, you know the lead singer of Udo Derschnikderder, the former lead singer of Accept. Got a brand spanking metal album called The Legacy. It's going to be a kick-ass record. The band Unleashed the Archers has Apex re-release. And Wolves at the Gate has a new EP called Low Born. So there is your November 18th New Music Friday releases. What records I'm looking forward to, in my personal opinion, the new Disturbed, Candle Mass for a little black metal, uh, for rock music, classic rock, autograph. I gotta check it out and kiss. You know, I gotta hear the new, not new, but re-release Creatures of the Night. So Smashing Pumpkins, I'll check out. Sata Sonia, the EP. Definitely check it out as well. So here we are cruising. Holy smokes. We just got to November 18th. We got one more Friday, which is November 25th, the Black Friday. Yes, we'll talk about Black Friday edition in the next episode. Hey, man, we're getting close to Thanksgiving. Black Friday. Now, I'm, I'm going on, a, on a, uh, a tangent here, going off the subject here. But hey, Black Friday. Take advantage of it. Not because of Walmart or Amazon or I mean, again, unless you're a shopper of them, but take advantage of bands, uh, shops. What I mean, like Ozzy, you know, just big name bands. Sometimes they'll have sales like t-shirts and merch. Uh, check out like the record labels like Nuclear Blast and Roadrunner. They typically have sales like CD sales, vinyl sales. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, you can always sign up the email uh we can notification your subscription to get these emails letting you know that hey we're having a sale for these rocker stores or uh merch bands or band merch the other way uh there could be deals very good deals and i have purchased many cds in the past hell i bought some machine head records off their website for a very low price like i think I spent less than like 15 bucks on uh on a vinyl record t-shirt and a band patch to put on my vest uh i know a couple coffee companies like uh dead slut coffee you can get like the rob zombie coffee disturbed coffee again black friday percentage off especially for the pro wrestling fans pro wrestling tees has announced uh their massive massive uh discounts on black friday week a lot of the action figures are 50 percent off yes five zero i have a huge collection here at the house and i uh, can't wait to add more uh there you got t-shirts for aew and the other wrestling companies as well ring of honor they got posters and whatnot. So uh, go take advantage of this, guys. Especially for bands and uh, pro wrestling fans out there. Go out and support. Okay, enough about that. Let's talk about the news in the world of rock and roll, shall we? Let's see what's going on in the world of rock. So uh, some sad news in the world of rock and roll. So longtime lead singer of the Scottish rock band Nazareth, uh, Dan McCafferty, uh, has passed away at age 76. Um... But <clears throat> Nazareth's bassist Pete Agnew said on the band's official Facebook page, and I quote, it was said on the Facebook page, this is the saddest announcement I ever had to make. Marianne and the family has lost a wonderful, loving husband and father. I've lost my best friend, and the world has lost one of the greatest singers ever who lived. Unquote. So the legendary voice and the founding member of the great Nazareth, which my personal favorite, I mean, it's a great band. My personal opinion, uh, Nazareth was one of the bands between Black Sabbath and Deep Purple. That's, I guess, a little heaviness to it. I, I, it's hard to describe them, but it's, check out the very first record of Nazareth. Very good. 
little heavy. A uh, little raspy voice. And it was different. Come on, Hair of the Dog. A classic. Classic. But, uh, man, it's, it's very sad to see this. Obviously, he had some health issues uh, a couple of years ago. It led him to retiring from the band. And uh, right now, is only one sole survivor of the band, which I believe which is, which is the bassist Pete. Again, the only lone survivor of the original member since the very beginning, since the late 60s. But, uh, yeah, man, very sad news, but rest in peace to Dan McCaffrey. Great voice in rock. Also, rest in peace to Gallagher. The watermelon smashing comic. Uh, the cause of death was revealed, uh, but uh, unfortunately, his passing was at 76 as well. I uh, was confirmed by his family. Now, a representative of the late night comedian comedian's family broke the news of his dismiss. Uh, his son-in-law revealed that the North Carolina native died from organ failure while hospice care in palm springs california according to multiple reports the comic hasn't been in good health for a while suffering multiple heart attacks so uh one of the greats comedians out there but uh 876 uh gallagher passed away so rest in peace also sticks guitarist james jy young uh mourns the death of his wife 50 years susan young very sad news so um uh, James J.Y. Young's uh, wife uh, passed away on uh, Thursday, November 10th. Uh, the, the announcement was released via Stick social media uh, media page earlier this past week. And its uh, statement reads, and I quote, is with a heavy heart that we share the news that Susan Young passed away on November 10th, 2022. She passed away peacefully at the home with her devoid, devoted husband, of 50 years uh james j y young by her side unquote so very sad news and uh man losing the wife who married for 50 years just man i can't imagine what jy is going through uh send my condolence to uh the young's family especially jy who lost his, his wife his wife very sad news but um Rest in peace, Susan. All right, let's talk about positive news now. Judas Priest is officially inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's big news. Uh, fans that know my two cents about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah, they're a joke because they snubbed so many metal and rock bands like Deep Purple and Iron Maiden, but... They finally got Priest in, and that was a special night. Why is it a special night? Well, they inducted Les Binks, who I believe he was the very first drummer for Judas Priest. He performed on stage with current Priest drummer, which is Scott Travis. So they had two drummers. On guitar, they brought back K.K. Downing and Glenn Tipton, the duos of metal, along with Richie Faulkner on guitar as well, who was the, guitar the current guitarist. So you have three guitars, two drummers, Ian Hill on bass, like always, and Rob Helford, the metal god himself on vocals. Ah, oh, man, what a collective special night. They played three songs, obviously Breaking the Law and Living After Midnight, the classics. Ah, uh, you got another thing coming, I believe they played. I think they played only three or four songs, but another unless that was a special night. Uh, obviously, they did a dedication to the late great Dave Holland, passed away uh, a couple years ago. But the... the, the one person. Well, I should say two, because Richie Richie was playing on stage during the induction, but Richie wasn't part of the induction, so he's not part of the Hall of Fame with Priest. And what's mind-boggling is Les Binks, the first drummer of Judas Priest. Uh, I think Richie has more years than Les Les Binks, which is crazy. But Les Binks is inducted to the Hall of Fame with priest but richie's not same team with tim ripper owens who replaced rob helford and judas priest in the mid 90s he's not inducted into the hall of fame which is crazy but you believe there's certain criterias that need to be met in order to be part of the induction so again i find it crazy that richie faulkner and tim ripper owens is not part of the induction it's crazy but hey priest is in it a uh, nice little reunion with kk down and glenn tipton and les binks and uh we'll kind of see what the future holds holds for the former members could to i mean look at iron maiden has like fucking five guitars well they typically typically have three you got uh what adrian smith uh dave murray 
Ayana Gears, three guitarists in Iron Maiden, and uh, I believe Adrian Smith or Dave Murray. One of them left Maiden the late 90s, and Ayana Gears replaced them. And apparently, either Adrian Smith or Dave Murray, one of them came back, but instead of getting rid of Ayana Gears, they kept them and make and, and and made a three guitarist band. Same thing with the German heavy metal band Halloween. They got, I believe they got three guitars. I gotta check it out. But why not? Yes, Glenn Tenton retired a couple years ago. I'm pretty sure he has no desire in touring. But KK Downing, come on, have KK, Richie Faulkner, and Andy Sneap. That'd be pretty badass. But I'll have to wait and see if this turned into some kind of. Uh, a reunion or whatnot in the near future for priests. So pretty badass. Also, Hawkwinds, Nick Turner has died at age 82. Turner passing was confirmed by the post of his of his Facebook page. Um, so Nick Turner, he was the uh insectable saxophone and flute player, uh playing co-founder of the space rock legend Hawkwind. So a nice little history about that. But very sad as they mentioned, Hawkwinds, Nick Turner. Passed away at the age of 82. So, all right, the band Within Temptation will release a few more singles before putting out a next studio album. So, there's that. Speaking of uh, re releases, Stephen Piercy, the lead singer of the legendary 80s hair metal band Rat, says upcoming legacy collection uh, will include songs that's co written by Jake E. Lee. Hell of guitars, former guitars of Ozzy Osbourne. Speaking of guitars, watch John Five play along to Motley Crue's Too Fast for Love for the album's 41st anniversary, which you can check out the video online. Uh, by the way, fans that know, John Five is replacing Mick Mars on the Motley Crue World Tour in the near future for 2023. So uh, check that out. And The Offsprings has released a second Christmas song called Bells Will Be Ringing. These come home for Christmas, so I'll be interested to hear. Pantera has confirmed for the 2023 Sweden Rock Festival. So obviously they're going to be doing a couple of uh, European festival dates for Pantera. So go check it out. New Found Glory has announced the acoustic album called Make the most of it so if you're a fan of the band and uh, speaking of new album pierced or veil has announced the jaw of life album and they shared a mu new music video called emergency contact also another band announced their final album ever according to Sully Erna. Yeah, Godsmack announced a new album called Lighting Up the Sky Album, and they got a new another single called You and I. So uh, a lot of albums coming out in the near future. John Kelly rules out typo negative reunion, but says Peter Steele's work deserves some kind of celebration as well. So kind of see what the future holds for the, uh, the typo, typo negative, uh, some kind of celebration, see what's going to go down for it. Maybe we'll do like a tribute show here and there. Kind of cool. And legendary icon rocker Iggy Pop announces a new album called Every Loser. So he's out there and doing strong. Man, new albums continue to keep rolling out. Obituary. Yeah, legendary Florida's death metal band Obituary announced Dying of Everything album shares a brand spanking new music video called Wrong Time. Steve Harris, the bass player of Iron Maiden, has announced The British Lion uh, 2023 UK tour with Coney Catch. So if you live in the UK, uh, check out the British Lion, Steve Harris, British Lion to be exact. And then, let's end the news here in the world of rock and hard rock and heavy metal. Sharon Osbourne calls Bruce Dickerson a fucking asshole. <laughs> Says he is jealous of Ozzy. Fans that knows the history between, if you do or not, between Sharon and Iron Maiden. Uh, yeah, it's been decades <laughs> since both parties were uh, at feud. All started at OzFest in the early 2000s when uh, Sharon Osbourne commanded the fans to pelt Iron Maiden with eggs, lighters, uh, <laughs> and just throw anything on stage to embarrass them. Uh, she even threatened to cut Iron Maiden's short uh set short turn off their lights uh, you know cutting out their their live feed and yeah well she thinks bruce is a dick and an asshole and uh person bruce don't give her rat's ass so what well, ended on that note again you have your own opinions on this rips and body slams on twitter rips and body slams at gmo.com 
Hey, let's talk about touring. So let's talk about a festival that's making its return back. Columbus, Ohio, May 25th through the 28th. Danny Wimmer presents Sonic Temple. Yes, they are returning for 2023. Obviously, they've been on a hiatus for the past, what, two, three years? They are back on Memorial Day weekend, Columbus, Ohio. You can register for the pre-sale access. No bands are announced just of yet. Hopefully, we'll get some kind of announcement towards the end of the year or possibly begin of 2023. So that's very exciting. Sonic Temple's back. Hopefully they could bring back the Chicago Open Air. Wink, wink. Hope you're listening. Danny Wimper presents. Uh, that'd be great if they brought back Chicago Open Air, but we'll have to wait and see. But Sonic Temple, formerly known as Rock on the Range, it is back May 25th through the 28th. So very good news for the Midwesterns. Of course, Columbus, Ohio. It's going to be a good time. All right, what's going on here? So, a couple episodes ago, I talked about the, the Muse. They announced they're going to be doing a tour with Evanensis. They announced their openers, which is going to be Highly Suspect and One OK Rock. Never heard of them. As I mentioned, this trek will start in Chicago, Illinois at the United Center, February 25th. Ends in Salt Lake, Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah, April 20th. So, a nice North American tour dates. Uh, the Muse with Evanensis. And their opening acts, Highly Suspect and One OK Rock. So there's that. So I'm not sure if last episode, which is 57, I'm not sure if I mentioned the first ever Lamb of God Headbangers Boat. That's pretty badass. Um, So the bands, obviously Lamb of God, it's going to be the headliners. Yes, I did talk about this, but uh, if, you, if you missed out last episode, I'll, I'll mention this again. Lamb of God announced their Headbangers Boat will be be docking or actually they'll be leaving miami and they'll be heading to the bahamas so this can be going down to october 31st through november 4th and 2023 so as i as i mentioned lamb of god will be forming two sets including ashes the wake entirety they also will have mastodon testament hate war uh, municipal waste shadows fall god forbid Lacuna Coil, Gate Creeper, Fit for an Opsopy, Opsopy, Autopsy, great band, Violence. Yeah, Phil Demo and the boys are coming on the boat. Uh, Male Violence, Bleed Within, Dying Wish. Uh, Jose Magan and Ricky Rackman will be the host on the show. Uh, Drum Off with Art Cruz of Lamb of God. That's pretty cool. The Josta Show will do his podcast taping. So it's going to be good stuff. It's going to be a hell of a show for metalheads. Uh, if you want to go on a cruise, you want to mosh pit and do the wall of death on a cruise ship, here's your chance. Lamb of God presents the Headbagger's Boat, October 31st through November 4th of 2023, Miami to the Bahamas. Pretty badass. All right, here's another tour. Man, this is awesome. Thy Art is Murder has announced their North American tour with Kulabai Khan, Texas, uh, Undeath, I Am, and Justice for the Dam. So Trek starts in uh, Buffalo, New York, uh, February 8th, and then, uh, let's see, in New York, September, March, and Love. September, Saturday, March, and Love. Oh, yeah, man, massive Trek. Thy Art is Murder, doing the Decades of Hate North American Tour 2023. Uh, Chicago, you're going to get the Forge of Joliet on uh, Tuesday. It's not a, no, I'm sorry, it's not on Tuesday. It's on a Saturday. February, uh, look like it's February 11th, so... Uh, I'm going to have to check it out. Thy Art is Murder, Decades of Hate with Cool Bay. Cool Bay Con, Texas. Great band, by the way, if you're a fan of hardcore. Uh, the band Undeath, the band I Am, and the band Justice for Damn. So, pretty cool. All right. Allison Chains guitarist Jerry Cantrell announced the Brighton Tour. This trek starts on February 21st on Ventura, California. Ends in Tacoma, Washington, April 1st. Uh, the Midwest, you got two shows. Uh, so if you live in Chicago like myself, you're going to have to travel. Either Indianapolis, Indiana at the Vogue on March 21st or travel to Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Rave Eagles Ballroom March 22nd. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Jerry Cantrell is going on a solo tour across the country in 2023. So let's talk about this mass new festival. But before I get to that, I forgot to mention, yeah, OzFest, they're returning back, but in a virtual world, <laughs> in the metalverse. 
metaverse how you say it the metaverse i don't know what the hell is it but the metaverse apparently is a virtual land i don't know how the hell you can view it if it's on a vr we call it a vr headset or i don't know where the hell you find this at but it's a virtual concert uh, if you're if you're a fan of virtual stuff i guess this is for you <laughs> ozfest at the the Central Land 2022 performances by Ozzy Osbourne, Megadeth, Motorhead, Black Label Society, The Raven Age, Skid Row, hosted by Big Dave. Who the hell is Big Dave is? But uh, it's going down on November 10th through the 13th. So if you're a fan of the metaverse, the virtual world, me, no. Uh, I like the real thing. Can't beat the real thing. But uh, if you're a fan of virtual fake shit uh, into the whole digital world, uh, check out OzFest 2022. All right, let's talk about the real stuff. The real festival in person on the planet Earth. Yeah. So uh, fans that know about the We Were Young Festival that's taking place in Las Vegas for next year. Obviously, this year's already done. Passed by. It's over with. That's for the emo uh, late 90s, early 2000s emo bands. Well, same place, same venue, different festival. Different era. This festival is based off the new metal era. How about that? <laughs> it's called the Sick New World Festival. Same damn thing. It's sold out. Of course, it's massive. System of Down, Corn, Deftones, Incubus, Evanensis, Turnstile, Chevelle, Papa Roach, Death Grips, Flyleaf, and they're bringing back Lacey Strum, Mr. Bungle, uh, Veli Valo from Him, Ministry. Sick Puppies. The Returning. Reunion of Cold Chamber. How about that? Killing Joke. Spearbox. Hoobastink. Kitty. Seven Dust. Soulfly. P.O.D. Alien Ant Farm. Fever 333. Uh, Horror. Filter. Lacuna Coil. Melvins. The 69 Eyes. Cradle of Filth. Cold. Body Count. Uh, who else is in her? Orgy. Monster Magnet. And the list goes on. Wow. So if you're a fan of new metal, this festival for you. If you got lucky, congrats, man. Congrats. Because it's another sold out major festival. It's going down. On Saturday, May 13, 2023, at the Las Vegas Festival Fairgrounds. Wow, and this sold out. The, the pre-sale sold out, and the general admission sold out. By the way, the general admission, the first tier, which was $249.99. Okay, the regular GA will get you into the, the whole damn thing. They had a tier two, which is $259. Tier number three, which is now... I guess you say it's available, but you have to join the waiting list. $279. If you want a GA Plus, Tier 1, which is $419. Tier 2, which is $429, which is sold out. Tier 3, $439 for a GA Plus. You have to be on the waiting list to see if they got an open ticket. The GA Plus, you get performances all day <laughs> of course a ticket uh food choices uh bars and concession stands official band merch uh only thing you're gonna get is air-conditioned restrooms and dedicated entry lane that's it that's what the plus is there's the vip tier one 519 dollars tier two 520 dollars tier three 539 dollars uh the vip you're gonna get air-conditioned restrooms Dedicated entry lane, the main entrance, and charging stations. Uh, top of the other stuff, which is access to uh, the whole damn festival with free water stations, the festival merch. Uh, that's on the waiting list. The VIP Cabana, not Cole Cabana, VIP Cabana for this damn festival. Uh, $17,000. Woo, you better have a deep pocket for this one. This is on a joint wait list as well. Apparently on his VIP Cabana, which is he must be 21 years old or older. Includes up to 10 tickets, VIP tickets. Uh, you get an ultimate roped-off viewing area with a security, shade, and VIP service. How fancy is that? Complimentary two bottles of your choice of women premium liquor or champagne. Uh, food vouchers for all in the party. Uh, cabana available at the main stage only. Uh, performers on the multiple stages. Uh, Expedia entry at the main entrance. Private restrooms. Air conditioning. Charging stations. Uh, food choices from regional local vendors and skip the line to access general missions merch store and then there's the hotel and ticket package which is booked now so i'm not sure if your tickets available uh but yeah there it is folks if you got lucky 
Congratulations. If you were lucked out like I am, well, hopefully you have now to May 13th and hopefully either some fan will get rid of it and uh, resell it or you have to wait on the waiting list and hopefully a ticket will get released. Now, if you do the waiting list, just like the We Were Young Festival, once that ticket get released, your card's going to be charged at whatever tier and whatever admission uh, style you pick. So if you pick a VIP and it's $539, that thing's going to come off your credit card. So if you're okay with that and you're going to wait in the joint wait list, stay tuned for the VIP Cabana. $17,000. So if you have that money waiting in your bank account and you're waiting on the waiting list, once that get released... That's 17000 Go bye-bye. So a little heads up on that. All right. Well, that concludes the podcast is getting longer. Ready? Episode number 58. See so if you made it this long, have you? Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you're a new subscriber, hit the subscribe button. As I mentioned at the top of the show, you never miss an episode each and every week. If you're a daily listener, thank you for taking your very own personal time. And as always... Send me your first name, where you're from. That's it. I would like to highlight you, the listener on the podcast. Put your name out there to thank you. And no money. Uh, I don't want anything. I don't want your social security number. I don't want your credit card number. None of that stuff. Just me thanking you as a daily listener. All right, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to get off of here. You enjoy the rest of your weekend. Stay warm if you're living somewhere cold uh stay cool if you're living somewhere warm if you're lucky here in the united states or across the world and we know we got some international listeners as well so uh all right my friends take care stay safe stay healthy support local as i mentioned as always local rock bands local wrestling independent shows local record stores do it man keep them alive and uh i'll talk to you guys for episode number 59 as we're on the road to episode number 60 all right everybody Talk to you guys down the road.